Tonight, three VIP titans decide the fate of our rising entrepreneurs, determined to prove their greatness in 60 seconds or less. I was off put by her energy here. They don't need any money? Why are they here? Without that expertise, it really scares me. What just happened? This is Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch, presented by Amazon Business, with support from State Farm and Canon. Meet our board of investors, Nicole Walters, CEO of Inherit Learning Company, Mark Randolph, co-founder and first CEO of Netflix, Kim Perel, marketing mogul and tech CEO of 100.co. First to enter the elevator, an entrepreneur who plans to transform the lives of women everywhere with innovative biomedical technology. Going up. Mary Beth, welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Oh, <laughs> hello. More women use IUDs for contraception than the pill, but IUD pain is a serious issue. Some describe it as absolutely horrific. Even so, the worldwide market for um, IUDs is close to $5 billion. Current IUDs, uh, and I'm Mary Beth Cicero, CEO of Three Daughters. We're developing drugs for women's health, starting with IUD pain. Current IUD, IUDs have a T-shaped frame with a plastic, a T-shaped plastic frame with arms and a dangling, dangling strings. Our IUD is based on physics and conforms to a woman's body. We are looking to complete our raise of, uh, with a $600,000 investment structured as a safe with a 20% discount. Yikes. Oh, I hate to see that. That was terrible. I, there was one point. Terrible. Oh, there was one point where I actually thought, oh, is she recovering? You know, and then it was just, that bitch was terrible. Did you think that she, enough to let her into the boardroom or? It's one of those things where you're weighing the presentation versus interest in the product. Mm -hmm. Let's vote. Attention, the boardroom has come to a decision. Your pitch has been Oh, Mary Beth, Mary Beth. Woo. Uh, you barely, barely made it out of there. I know. What happened? I'm so passionate about this. We can tell. And I practically said this in my sleep, and I've been dreaming, actually, about being in front of you three. Well, you're here now, you're here now. So congratulations Thank you. for making it out of the elevator. We have many yeah. questions, but you're here. We just want you to take a breath. 
Thank you. Because we've seen many, many pitches. It's, it's normal to be nervous. Mm -hmm. However, your market opportunity is there, and we just want to hear a little bit more about why you, why are you perfectly positioned to solve this problem? I took a line from Mark of, you know, yes, that luck is opportunity met with preparation. I have been in consulting for the last 20 years, have seen a million opportunities, and when this came along, I became enthralled, and the reason why is, for women's health, which is my passion, for our daughters, which is legacy, which is you are all about, and it's where I felt that I could add value. In case so, you didn't know, the ladies are the ones who got you up here. Uh, Mark, Mark, why, why'd you turn it down? Do not play the gender card it's on It's true. Me she called the quote, but yet we're the ones who did the vote. Okay, but wait a Mark, second. Mark, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. The, the thing that I found a problem was I didn't understand what it was you what were we bringing have. here. And I need to understand before I'm willing to engage. So help me understand. This is the current product that has been on the market since 1988. It pretty much looks the same way. This is our product. And you're right, Mark, because um, investors do get very confused because it looks like a device, it acts like a device, but it's regulated as a drug because it uses copper as a spermicide. And copper has been proven in over 40 years of use. I talk to women, almost every woman I run into remembers IUD pain. This is a huge market. I said five billion. In the US, it's over one billion. A little company isn't gonna take that on. We wanna partner with the big guys. We're taking this to the point in development where we've proven all of the, you know, the really, the endpoints that a big pharmaceutical would need to know. Do you have to go through trials? Yes, and the contraceptive trials are extensive. Mm -hmm. And expensive, how and expensive. long will $600,000 last you? Or what's the total raise that you're looking to? We're looking for 1.2, we've raised half of it. Okay. Okay. I, I, I mean, I love the preparation. It's fantastic. I agree. Um, I, I can tell you right now, I am so far out. It's it's crazy. Let me so quickly Could explain you? why. I mean, number one, the trials scare the pants off of me uh, in terms but why? of the expense. Because of the expense, the uncertainty. But uh, our first trial isn't that expensive. I'm very, very concerned, especially how early you are. Um, and it concerns me that basically it's also, in a sense, just trying to get it to a point where it gets bought by a larger pharmaceutical. These are all things I'm sure defensible. They are just so far outside of my expertise, understanding, and interest that I've got to, I'm going to turn it over to uh, our experts Well, I wanted here. to leave with three just because I thought you, would, you might want to consider your daughters. But I, I mean, that's the Warren Buffett advice, right? Don't invest in something that you don't fully understand. But I mean, I, I'm with Mark. I love your passion. I actually believe in what in, in changing the game and doing things differently. But to Mark's point, it's so early and it's so outside my wheelhouse as well that I am going to be. I'm going to pass. I love that I can tell that you are passionate, and I definitely can tell that you do your due diligence when it comes to researching who you're going to pitch, and all those things are really important to be able to convey your product. The issue is, I don't invest in a product that doesn't exist. 
And that's kind of where we are right now, is that you'd be asking us all to invest in an idea. And um, at this point, I'm not that's even true. sure if the idea is that rock solid. Let me explain, because I know you're like, it is rock solid, it makes so much sense. Look at the numbers, look at the opportunity. I'm with you on that. I am an IUD user, so I can actually say, I'll put all my business out here. I have an IUD, I know the pain of which you speak, but I also know that market-wise, there are already things that are well into trials, because I had something that was a newer model, and they're already solving that problem. So I mean, you are so far behind on development already, that an entirely new concept just has leaps and bounds to go before it can be a competitive player in the market space. So I'm concerned because it's going to take a lot of money to even see this become viable. And even then, I'm just so concerned that right now we're waving something that doesn't even really exist. It's just an idea in your hand. It does exist. Um, it's not an idea. We well, have it a is an idea, it's just not validated. And I understand that you're looking for money for that validation, but it's kind of one well, of those Well, it's not things. the money for the validation, it's the money to move it into manufacturing, Okay. basically. So I understand that. And, and I copper, think I just want to add one simple thing. I appreciate you, Mary Beth, okay. and I think, unfortunately, I think we're at a place right now where it's just a flat no from all three of us. Okay. And while we can appreciate that, you know, it seems like it's one more thing, I just don't think that you're going to get the yes from us here. So we appreciate your passion. We wish you Thank the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so Good much. Luck. Okay. Thank Good you. Luck. Appreciate it. I was warned that the investors on these shows do not totally understand you know, pharmaceutical development, that it's it's long and expensive, and I want them to know our plans inside and out. We have everything planned down to the wire, and we're all about execution, and, and to do that in a one-minute pitch in a five-minute conversation is probably not the way to go, and I guess this is what was proven to me. I totally agree it's not the right stage. Mm -hmm. yeah, I totally agree about us being outside of our wheelhouse. I never really heard the case. And yeah. I honestly think a lot of the things, and I mean, call me a feeler, but not only was I off-put by her pitch, I was off-put by her energy here. You know, I understand the passion. Oh, I kind of liked it. She got more aggressive. She I did get more was aggressive. Like, she and I a little bit of gump in the elevator. I thought she was going to fall over. That is true. She didn't seem like she was going to pass out like she did in the elevator. But I think that her inability to listen to the why and her yeah. quickness to defensiveness means we're going to run into problems around improving that product because she's so hell-bent on it being exactly the way she sees it. And that's going to be an issue. I don't want to invest in someone I can't work with. Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business for every organization at every stage of growth. Bringing the energy to the elevator is our next set of entrepreneurs and their portable method for a healthy boost. Going up. And hi, am. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hi, my name is Ori. This is Chaim, and we're the founders of Vey Labs. At Vey, we are a team of neuroscientists developing the most convenient, fast-acting, and affordable way to take supplements and medicine. Our first product, Vey Energy, uses our patent-pending nitro caffeine to deliver a coffee's worth of clean, focused energy in just three sprays. While an energy drink takes up to an hour to kick in, they works in minutes. 
And unlike energy drinks, Bay has zero sugars, zero calories, and includes key amino acids derived from matcha that reduce caffeine jitters while amping up your focus and your energy. After establishing our first market with our first product, we will utilize our spray technology to expand into both the pharmaceutical and supplement markets. We're currently wrapping up our pre-seed round and are looking for an additional $400,000 on an 8 million free money safe. Thank you and we would love to have you join as partners on our journey. the pitch i will say there are two things that stood out to me there one the other guy's just a prop and two that guy seems like he doesn't need his own product at all he had the jitters <laughs> or i was going to say that other guy needs a few shots yes. 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 Like, really, he needs know. to take three Amp sprays and yes. i want to see it actually right. he needs to get in and instant we'll see what he's got but in all seriousness i mean i think this type of product is actually attractive so i kind of want to hear how they're structuring it, and they seem to have big dreams. And I agree with Mark. There's probably a big market opportunity. Three seconds, three sprays. You guys ready? All right, let's go. Attention. The boardroom has come to a decision. Your pitch has been... Approved. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to Hi. the boardroom. So the big question is, how wired must you guys be right now? Or I mean, you've probably been hitting this stuff all day, huh? Yeah, 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 that's right. All the time. But still no jitters, right? No jitters, yeah, exactly. So is that really a, a pharmaceutically level kind of no jitters thing? Or is this, uh, so that's, mean, what, so what is, was there science behind this? So our, our formula is based on matcha, which uses uh, L-theanine, L-tyrosine, and the caffeine to create a more focused and clean energy without the jitters and crash. So is this like an adaptogen type product? Because you know, like neurotropics are all the rage right now. Everyone's trying to figure out some way to hack their brains. I mean, does this have some of that going on. So L-theanine and L-tyrosine are both uh, amino acids mm -hmm. and they're both considered nootropics so they uh, help you really focus and dial in. So it's more than just the caffeine, you've also got those ingredients in there as well. What progress have you made? Do you actually have products in the market yet? Is it still under development? Have you sold anything? We have sold previously, so about two years ago we did an Indiegogo campaign. We sold around 55,000 USD in a two-month period. Since then we've been going straight onto product development, just going all in taste, all making sure everything's perfect. Ran into a bunch of issues that first time, so we definitely learned our lesson. Um, and then since then we've been progressing a ton. We've been doing our round for the last couple of months. We met some awesome investors, now we've got a really good team around us. Not just us two, but like a whole team with investors and you know, a whole bunch of people to help us out in the areas where we lack experience. And how much are you raising? Probably around like just over a million. Just over a million. Yeah. yeah. And you're looking for 400 a day. Yeah. Yes. And how much you have committed? 750. So that gets us right there. <laughs> yeah. there. No, all this stuff sounds good and great. Like, I love that you guys are clearly, they were far more eager to get you up here. Okay. No shade. Doesn't mean I don't love it. Um, I'm into the taste. Does this taste like trash? That's what I really want to know. Because I mean, they're all, oh, oh it'll sell, yeah. all that. Mark's easy. Mark likes to give away money. This is his favorite <laughs> thing to do. So Yeah, the taste was super important for us. Because yeah. like, if you think yeah. about it, like no one can get the caffeine at the level we have. Oh, don't explain it. Let me try it. Yeah, go for it. So I see there are two right different here types here. Because obviously, I'm the one who needs the caffeine, right? Like, I'm the one right. who needs hit to buzz up, a little more. Not hit me up. Mark, you have a past? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, was, what was this like? You're telling on yourself. It's about to be a little intimate. Ready? <laughs> I got. Gotcha. She's gonna give a buzz to my cheek. <laughs> but yeah. 
Oh, it's pretty good. All right, That's I'll try. I'll try. But since only two went in my mouth, we've been so working on it. Yeah, it's not good. But the taste is something that we were saying is super important for us because for us the taste at first was awful. We've been working on this for over five years pretty at this good. point. It is actually pretty um, good. It took us that two years to get bad. the product development to like the caffeine where it needed to be, and then three years to get the taste where it needed to be. Because um, caffeine is super bitter, yeah. so the taste is actually mm -hmm. a really big That's point for good. our product. Yeah. So not to get too geeky, but we'll sure. make it geeky. I mean, this this is caffeine. Mm -hmm. Yes. And how many milligrams of caffeine are in a dose in three shots? Yeah. So each spray is 22 and a half milligrams, and oh. three is 67.5. Holy mackerel! What's in yeah. a standard cup of coffee? Yeah, don't exceed 50. Coffee, coffee is 70 to 120. And that's really what sets us apart because without right. our patent pending formula, you wouldn't be able to do more than two to three milligrams per spray, right. which would make caffeine sprays non functional. So yeah. we're the first functional caffeine spray. What is actually your marketing strategy? Mm -hmm. Are you going to go to D2C? Are you going to go to retail? Like, do you have a partnership in place? Do you have you done a proof of concept? Yeah, so we're going to start off uh, D2C, so doing like three to six months of D2C and getting a lot of consumer feedback. So, feedback on the product feedback on the marketing, getting our like key value props really dialed in. And then we're going to be looking to, to go into retail. And we have connections through our, our advisors uh, in New York. And we'll probably start with a, a suburb of New York and then another smaller city. What sort to, of retail? What are you thinking? Gas stations, Walgreens, college bookstores? All, all that all stuff and more. Gyms, pharmacies. That was free. That was free advice. Write yeah. <laughs> that down. The way, the way we're thinking about it is we want to go like region by region and saturate those regions. Because with a product like ours, you see people walking around with it and using it. So once you see it on the shelves, you're like, oh, okay, this is what it is. They want to try it. And we think retail is really where we're going to succeed. But we want to do that D2C run just so we have a strong idea of like where our product's at, if we're ready to go to retail, and then launch very slowly and then eventually expand the retail. So this strikes me much more as being an influencer-driven product rather totally. than a truck stop and gas station product. 100%. I mean, I see elite athletes using this. I see I mean, people who basically say, I really have a need for this. Um, and that's, that's difficult mm -hmm. because a lot of people are clamoring for those endorsements. So I really like the product. For but to sure. tell you the truth, uh, product is not what drives this type of product. It's almost entirely marketing. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a category where people sell water mm -hmm. and figure out different ways to position water, different ways to make it attractive. And without that expertise, it really scares me. Yeah, I'm with Mark. I've been, <laughs> literally in the last two years have launched three consumer brands. So knowing how, it, your product actually I love, even though my heart is beating literally out of my chest. So. <laughs> but I, I actually love, the, I like the product. I think it's easy. I'm a mom of four. I can see it on the go. I can put it in my purse. I can, you know, wherever I am, you can have it. I liked it. I like it. But I do think getting the eyes of the consumer is so hard right now. So that marketing strategy has to be so spot on in order to be able to scale and, you know, actually differentiate yourself from so many other companies looking for those same eyeballs. Based on how hard it is that I know to get a business off the ground, it's gonna be challenging, but I wish you all the, all the best. Okay, well, we appreciate it. If you had come in and said, we have the expertise, mm -hmm. we have the expertise in positioning a consumer product, I would have been all in. Yeah. I really do like the product. Yeah. I think there is a spot mm -hmm. for this type of thing, but I'm not all in. But again, I have a real uh, FOMO thing going on here. <laughs> okay. So I'd love to be part of the round, but it's gonna be in a, a relatively small ways. I would do $50,000 at that valuation just to be uh, <coughs> along for the ride. I'm so sorry. I and just... I left plenty of room <laughs> right, for Nicole to take the rest. Oh, oh, Thank oh, you. okay, that's what it is. Well, look, um, I'm interested. Uh, this is something that I would absolutely support. I just feel like um, I will actually match his 50, but I'll also say that I will bring a bunch of influencers with me.
we were just talking, we'd be happy to take both of you if you guys are both interested in coming in together on it. I'm okay with that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like beating Mark. You've, you've stolen my joy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just tell me that Tell me that it was actually me that you wanted. And, and hearing that Nicole is willing to throw her influences behind it makes me even more comfortable making the investment. You see so that? He'll always awesome. put money behind a pretty face. Come! Come hither! Come hither! Shove the product in my hands. Yes, All thank right. you so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks. Congratulations. Of course. You deserve. Getting Nicole and Mark was exactly what we wanted. Getting the two of them, both, both in terms of Mark's you know, expertise and what he's done, and then Nicole's influencer, like being an influencer and having influencer connections, just completely changes the game for us. In all seriousness, those guys were actually pretty good. They were yeah, pretty I, good, yeah. But they They're really, together. they really have to get some marketing expertise. Absolutely. Oh, very. You've they, got to pair the two. I actually I will admit I'm a little nervous about the fact that they had to halt production. And while I'm excited to be behind it, I cannot wait to go through the due diligence process with them because I think that's going to reveal a lot. Entrepreneurs get so excited about their great idea or their signature product, but they forget that none of those things matter without rock-solid marketing. You need to understand your customer demographic. You need to understand your profit margins. All these things matter if you're actually going to have a business, because if you don't understand marketing, you don't have anything to sell. Looking to walk away with a deal is our next entrepreneur, whose footwear brand is built for any terrain. My name is Jordan, and I'm the founder of Dewey's. What inspired me to, to start Dewey's was just seeing a gap in the market. I was tired of wearing ugly, unsupportive slippers, and I was like, there's got to be something better out there, something with style and actual foot support, and I couldn't find it, so I decided to create it. Going up. Hello, Jordan. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Jordan, the founder of Dewey's, a brand reimagining slippers for modern home life by creating the slip shoe. The perfect combination of a cozy slipper and a stylish yet supportive shoe made from sustainable, plant-based and recycled materials. Our customers rave about our slip shoes and we've been rated the best overall slipper by House Beautiful. We've achieved a 69% gross margin based on landed costs and an average order value of $149. We're ready to grow and seeking mentorship and $150,000 in the form of a safe note with a $4 million cap that we'll use towards marketing, inventory, and developing new styles, including a men's collection. So join us in being a positive change in the fashion industry, enabling men, women, and kids to look good, feel good, and do good for the planet with every step they take at home. Thank you. Wow. I'm not going to be mad. That was an excellent pitch. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say the same thing. That was really an excellent good. pitch. I mean, she covered all the bases. I mean, do you have any first impressions? I don't know how much 150K is going I to get I was just going to say that. Develop shoes. Well, I mean, the laundry list of stuff that she said she wanted for 150K, I was like, girl, I was like, that's not anywhere near. I mean. Yeah. And I also got the impression that she was already underway. I mean, mm -hmm. she's the best rated shoe in Home Beautiful. Right. But. Why only 150K? And it sounds like a mismatch of where they are and what they're trying to accomplish. Well, let's vote. 
session. The boardroom has come to a decision. Your pitch has been... Denied. Obviously, I'm bummed, but I'm so grateful for this opportunity and just to be here to share my brand and have the, you know, chance to pitch to such amazing investors. So, you know, I got to walk away happy with, with that. Well, I was looking for alignment and we got close. Looks like we had two no's, but a yes? Yeah, a yes for me because I am the mom who's at home who has to run to the bus stop. Like the idea of slip shoes speaks to me, but I will say this would elevate my sweatpants wardrobe to a level that probably it shouldn't be seen. So <laughs> I, I listen, I like her tenacity. She had a great pitch, but her ask for $150,000 is not going to get her outside the elevator. Mm -hmm. So it's time to move on. Let's see the next pitch. Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business for every organization at every stage of growth. Entering the elevator is a master of flavor who hopes to bring Jamaican spice to stores worldwide. My name is Kamal Jarrett. My company is Hillside Harvest. Hillside Harvest is about just trying new things. We cater to just about everyone, every type of palate. Our goal is to be as inclusive as possible when it comes to food, while also giving you an experience that's unique and different from what you may have had before. Going up. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. Hello, my name is Kamala Jarrett, founder of Hillside Harvest, a Caribbean American sauce and condiment company focused on crafting delicious products that highlight Caribbean flavors and culture. Since launching in 2019, we've seen really great traction regionally, growing over 130% on average year over year. We've also been able to really connect with some awesome uh, partners like Whole Foods Market and Fresh Direct. We think that there's tons of opportunity within the sauce and condiment market. It's a $22 billion market and we still have a long way to go. Today we're asking for $300,000 in a safe note in order to build our team, increase our distribution, and focus on high profitable areas such as food service and direct to consumer. I hope that you'll have a chance to taste our sauces and hear more about our brand. Thank you. Spicy? <laughs> if there was anything I've ever wanted in my life, it was for Mark to turn to me and just say spicy. <laughs> That's all I ever wanted. I feel like, I feel like it's all complete. He was a good pitch though, right? It was right? a strong pitch. Yeah. And, um, and I have to say, I'm partial to sauces. Like I, my, you know how like your kids are always looking for something for them to dip in? And yeah, he's got great traction with two major retailers. Absolutely. To me, that's a good sign. That's a good start. Absolutely, but if you haven't been, if you've been in the supermarket lately, the shelf with the hot sauces on it mm -hmm. is 250 feet long. It has to be one of the most crowded categories. And I didn't really hear necessarily how he was going to differentiate himself. Let's vote. Let's <laughs> vote. Attention. The boardroom has come to a decision. 
Your pitch has been... Approved. All right, yes. Uh, welcome to the boardroom. Thank you for having me. Thank you for calling me up. I am interested in hearing more, tasting more. Sell us your sauce. Absolutely. <laughs> so we launched back, way back in 2019 with just two sauces. And since then, we've kind of grown the, the product line, really trying to create an element of something for everyone. So our pineapple fresno is our lightest sauce, maybe like a three out of 10 for hot sauce. And then we have our sun-kissed tomato, which you'll be trying today, which is more medium heat. And that was really something that was uh, asked for by the consumer. They wanted something a little bit more savory. And so we, we launched our sun-kissed tomato. And then our original was the OG that was here from the beginning. That's more like a seven out of 10. And that is unbelievable. It's scotch bonnet, apple, honey, ginger, lemon juice, garlic, so tons of flavor. And that's really what we position on, is providing not just a culturally different positioning for our sauces, but also we lead with flavor. So that's what we think we have as, as, in terms of a differentiator. One thing that leapt out at me during your pitch, which was good by the way, was the fact that you were gonna approach food service. Absolutely. Tell me about that. Absolutely, so we think that there's a ton of opportunity within food service. We could essentially double our revenue today by just attacking hospitals, schools, places like those. We're, we're based out of Boston, and so there's, a, there's an endless amount of hospitals and schools for us to, to connect with. And not only is it a great place to, to, to get penetration, but it's also, it's marketing for us. And then there's not as much lift as there is with wholesale. You don't have to do free fills, you don't have to do tastings. It's really just plug and play, and so the profitability is a lot better as well. So by, by putting some investment that way, we're not only gaining revenue, but we're also gaining profitability because it's such a great, great revenue stream. Well, I like profitability and I also like your growth numbers. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about how much you've made in 19, 20 and what's your projection for next year? So in 19, we were about, we were about 70,000 in, in revenue. In 20, we grew to about 180 and we're, we're reaching this year for about 300. We may, we may fall, that was, our, that was our stretch goal and we're still, still, still achievable. Um, um, but we've seen tremendous growth year over year, and we're really just a regional player today, right? So there's still a ton of opportunity if we scale. And how many stores are you in right now? Currently we're in 225, mostly within the, the Northeast, but also we, we have a chain in, in, the, uh, in the Midwest as well. What does your manufacturing look like? Because I know that you guys are growing and everything, but what is the vision? Because that 300,000 you're asking for, uh, it sounds like you were saying it was gonna go towards marketing, things like that. How are you gonna actually fulfill if we're able to get this thing across the nation? So we do work with a, a co-packer. We actually have two co-packers at the moment, and they can actually, they can. we're probably only at about 25% capacity with them. So we have quite a bit of room to scale within that. And starting out, so I have a history working with uh, uh, Keurig Dr. Pepper, that was my background. Okay. So I knew right from the front, I wanted to set up with a, with a co-packer, even while I was producing myself, we were interviewing co-packers to be ready for opportunities like this. And so we've been with our co-packer for about two years and we're ready to move on or move further with them. And so they'd be they'd be ready and waiting for any kind of opportunity that came with, with scale. We gotta try this. I was like making me, profile. my mouth water. <laughs> I'm like, I know that Mark buys anything he thinks is delicious. So <laughs> all we have to do is sell him on it. Absolutely, let's, let's, let's try some. I'm yeah. so excited to see everyone's face. I'm like, let's do this. Yes. All right, we're diving in. So I'll pour you guys a little. All right. Here, I'll be your assistant so you don't have to stop your pitch. All right. Absolutely. 
This you. is it. This is it. Mark, Mark, here you go. Oh, what a cool! How, how nice of you. Thank you. Yeah, You're so welcome. So nice. Kim, please, Thank please. Thank you. I'm so thrilled. Absolutely try. delicious. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. We want you to to enjoy these and find new ways to enjoy your favorite foods. And so you really can, there's so really good. no, thank you. And the heat comes. Yeah, it, on the back end, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Okay, flavor, yeah, <laughs> yes! That's, that's my point, right, is that we're a flavor factory first and foremost, right? So we want people to try these with everything and anything that they like. Okay, so you know when you go to a, when you go to a bar, and you see all the vodkas, they're mm -hmm. all in exotic shaped bottles. Mm -hmm. When you go to buy perfume, which I don't do very often, mm -hmm. they're all in exotic shaped bottles. Mm -hmm. Even water is in exotic shaped bottles, but why is every single hot sauce in that damn same container? You're, You're missing right. this opportunity to differentiate yourself. So really the, the, it comes down to not just the, the, the volume of which these are produced, but also the, the process in which hot sauce is made. So if you're heating things up to maybe 200 degrees and then and then filling them into the bottle. Um, you want something that's that's sturdy enough to hold. But that that being said, yes, you could design a different glass bottle that could hold something. That would would take maybe additional investment if you're interested. It, it springs <laughs> just from my concern, and I aired this before you uh, emerged, mm -hmm. was that the hot sauce category is so crowded. It I is. mean, now it's so many products. They're all fighting for shelves space fighting for consumer attention. Um, I, I, will just, I will say, I'll jump right out there and go, it, I, investing in a consumer packaged good, especially in a highly competitive category, scares me. So I'll be a customer, I'm just going to pass on being an investor. Absolutely, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with both the product and the person. You, you are impressive. I guess my question is, what's the valuation? We were hoping to be uncapped for now until we, we don't want to necessarily uh, pigeonhole us and, and we want to increase our, our value. So we're, we're looking for a safe note for future valuation because we are so early in, in, our, in our process. I'll give you 300 for 10% at a $3 million valuation. Okay. I believe in you. All right. But I want enough stake that it makes it worth my while. That's a fair enough. Uh, I'm leaning back to Should I turn? Flight. Yeah, you turn around. Yeah, turn turn around. around. Don't look. <laughs> I, I would be okay with that. Yeah. 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 For sure. Okay. All right. So, I personally feel like if you need any support, I think Kim's offers a strong one, um, and not just because. Um, I know you'll do the work to capitalize on it, but I also think it's just the beginning. Absolutely. And, uh, and Kim has resources. So it's not just about, you know, the money on, on the base level. It's the fact that if she says yes, she's gonna give it her all because Kim likes to get her money back, but she also likes to see people win. Awesome. So I feel like that is a really great offer and you'd be crazy to walk out and not accept it. But to kind of sweeten the deal or spicy the deal, yeah, if you will, yeah. <laughs> um, I also think that on behalf of Amazon Business, we'd all like to give you a uh, grant of $10,000 wow. that you will get scot-free to be able to <laughs> use to invest in your business, to just go ahead and put towards growing, revamping. I mean, that's halfway to your marketing budget. Thank you so, so much. That's amazing. We that have an opportunity amazing. to give that to anyone we think stands out, and you definitely do.
My Definitely. goodness, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I would love to, to accept your offer. All right, we're All partners. Right, let's do it, Kim. Amazing. <laughs> Congratulations. Can we shake hands? Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank Looking you so forward much. Looking forward to it, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love this. All right, guys. High five. I'm in it. <laughs> Should I get my so free much. samples from yes. her? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in it for the hot dog. Hey. <laughs> it's a win. You can take that home. That's Absolutely. right. Working with Kim is going to be an amazing experience. She brings a ton to the table in terms of marketing. She's scaled tons of companies before, so I think she can help us right where we are today to get to where we want to be, you know, two, three, five years down the line. I think he was incredible, and sometimes you just have to take a chance. And taking a chance on him, I think, is going to pay off tenfold. The most important advice I can give you in pitching is simply this. Be yourself. I'm not investing in technology, cash flow, or market share. I'm investing in you. So if you can't come off as being credible, competent, and in control, you've lost before you've even started. Hey guys, Hi. love you. How are Hi. you? Hey, hey guys, you ready? Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're very excited. We're so pumped. You guys worked so hard. We're so proud of you. I hope you guys kill it. I'm so proud of him, too. <laughs> we're proud of him, too. <laughs> well, we love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you. We're going to crush yeah, it. Good one. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Last to enter the elevator. Two grill masters are looking to flip the outdoor cooking experience. Going up. Hello, Scott and Anthony. Welcome to the elevator. Your 60 seconds begins in three, two, one. I'm Anthony. And I'm Scott, a full-time firefighter and co-founder of Grill Rescue. In addition to being frustrated, there's simply no good way to clean your grill. There's also a huge problem with grill brushes. The, the bristles! bristles! The bristles from your old metal grill brush are falling off and can intimidate your food. As a firefighter, we see hospitalizations far too often, and we want to put a stop to that for good. We created Grill Rescue, the best and safest way to clean your grill. Just heat up your grill, dunk Grill Rescue in water, and watch as the steam magically pulverizes any caked on gunk. We launched Grill Rescue in June 2019 and ran out of inventory five times and still managed to gross over $22 million in sales. Not to mention, we donate directly to first responders in need. Clearly, people love Grill Rescue. We're here seeking $0 for 3% of our company. Yes, you heard that correct. Who's ready to throw out their old grill brush and save some lives? Nice. Ahead of schedule. Well, I love the enthusiasm, but yeah. that was a great pitch. That was a, did they say $22 million in sales sold out five times? It's amazing. And that they want $0. So <laughs> Why are they it, here? It did a few great things here. I mean, number one, it was compelling, but it certainly raised some curiosity in me. Thank you. Great pitch. But if they don't need any money, why are they why here? Why are they even here? You wanted to be on TV? You got it. Are they wasting our time, in other words? The boardroom has come to a decision. Your pitch has been approved. 
did it, man. Yeah. Love you, brother. Love you, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. So, gentlemen, welcome to the boardroom. Thank you. I just will say that that burning smell that you may have picked up was from our last entrepreneur's hot sauce. <laughs> and that was a great pitch. Amazing. It was compelling and interesting. But before you even weighed in, I got to ask Nicole, what was your problem? My problem, the reason I didn't say yes right out of the gate was I don't know what you want. I mean, you have a business that's thriving. You are clearly charismatic and you can sell your pants off literally. <laughs> so what I don't understand is why you would even take money from investors when you clearly are doing this yourself. Yeah, so we, um, we've done really good on our own. You know, like he mentioned, we, we've raised $22 million, but we're really here seeking a strategic partner and a mentor. I mean, everybody in this room shares something in common. Their, their drive, their mentality, and ultimately their discomfort. Mm -hmm. I mean, no one got to where they are by being comfortable and staying stagnant. Scott and I each invested $2,000 when we started this company in 2019. And in three short years, we've managed to do over $22 million in sales. Mm -hmm. We know what it's like to run a $10 million business, but you guys know what it's like to run $100 million businesses. We believe with your expertise, we can help bridge that gap between 10 and $100 million. So what's interesting here is you're not pitching for our money, you're pitching for our time. Yep, and which is a great concept because in some ways, I don't know about you guys, my time I consider way more valuable than my money. As do we. When I got your pitch, 22 million in sales, 3%, I invest nothing. That would be the best investment I will have ever made ever. in my life, mm -hmm. hands down. Yes. So, Agreed, it's my time, but I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with you guys. I appreciate that, thank you. Yeah. So this sounds like it's gonna turn into a, a brawl oh. in which one of us gets to make the best investment of a lifetime. It's not a brawl when I'm the sherbet, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much obvious at this point. Listen, they do have a lot to offer here, and that is true, but the difference between me and them as a mentor is I'm like y'all. I know what it's like to start a business with $24 in the bank. Both of my parents were immigrants to this country, and I know what it's like to scrap for every single dollar. I also know what it's like to scale a company from $2 million to $200 million. So let's, uh, let's lay a few things out. Okay, for one, I have cleaned more grills than uh, these two ladies combined, I'm sure. Number two, I have seven companies under my belt, and it's not the quantity, it's the fact, it's the diversity, it's the number of things I've encountered that I think can actually help you. One of the companies, in fact, focuses on the backyard. That is their whole market. They understand the people who buy grills and use grills, and I certainly have that experience. I mean, more importantly, I think I understand the more subtle the subtleties um, of your business. I think I can predict the things you're gonna run into before you run into them. I appreciate all of Mark's expertise without a doubt, but I've been in the trenches for the last two years building consumer product brands and moving them at a very fast pace into retail, which is almost unheard of for new brands. So my expertise can help you take where you are today to where you want to go. I can't believe we're pitching you. Can you believe this? I feel like, talk about the tables have turned. Each of you share unique values, and we think that we can really grow this thing to the next level. Is there any way that we can get all three of you? No. No. Absolutely not. Oh, come on. 
we're gonna have to go with Kim. This election has been rich. Thank you. Super fun. We're going. I'm going to the elevator with you. We're here. We'll see you guys later. What just happened? Are you so excited? Yeah, yeah. Just never give up on your dreams. If you have an idea, no idea is a bad idea. Just shoot for it. Yeah, I mean, anybody watching this at home, like Scott said, I mean, this, this is, it's, this is real. This is, it seems unreal, but this is, this is reality. Like this can happen. If this can happen to us, this can happen to you. I guess we're left here with the grills, the hot sauce. It's, it's been a good episode. It's been a really good episode, and it's kind of fitting, you know? It's kind of fitting, just the two of us at the end of it all like left a... here, the eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> While three businesses were able to secure high-flying deals with our investors, two were sent back down to the bottom floor with nothing to show. Whether it's a new invention or a new way of living life, anyone could be 60 seconds away from rising to greatness or fall from glory. Tune in next week as five new entrepreneurs enter the elevator, but who will make it to the boardroom? And to apply for the next season, go to entrepreneur.com slash elevator pitch. Investors personally styled by celebrity stylist Kim Bolafay.